Podcast Network Asia. Welcome to Family is the Answer, an adoption and foster care podcast. I'm Krina Kuna Henson, Managing Director for Rohe Foundation. Together with Podcast Network Asia, we're here to share resources to inform you and stories to inspire you about adoption and foster care. Hope you enjoy listening. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Family is the Answer, the podcast. My name is Krina and I am so glad that you are still sticking around with us. I hope that you've been enjoying all of our content. If you tuned in last week, we got to feature Pastor Saul Huang alongside Krisha and Jonathan, two of the kids from Kids with Purpose International. And this week we pick up where we left off with their executive director, Pastor Saul Huang, and he shares his insights, having been a pastor for many, many years. And since he's dedicated his time to leading this children's home, how his thoughts have changed and how his perspectives have shifted around orphanhood, around family, and even around his faith. It was really inspiring for us to hear his side of the story and hear about his journey. And I know many of us will be able to relate, even for myself personally, having been a Christian my whole life, eventually coming to the place and seeing needs around the orphan crisis up close, seeing adoption spoken about all across the Word of God and realizing that I had missed it. I had missed out on so much of what God was trying to tell me about this issue. And so I think you're going to have that same experience listening to Pastor Saul today. So I hope that you get to sit back, relax. Hope you get to enjoy this, whether you're driving or you're relaxing at home. Hope you get to enjoy learning from his insights as a pastor who has recently taken on the role as executive director of KWPI. Why is family the goal for kids? There's a scripture that talks about love and the Apostle Paul talks about this. And let me just read it quickly. If I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. And then this is probably the best definition of love, which we always take in our weddings. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. And finally, in verse 7, it says here, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. It's kind of like the qualities we ever need in a home, right? And then, just to let you know, family is where love is. Amen? That is where we have this love. And we know that better because we are in this church. We are part of the church. It says here, and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. I was wondering why the Lord basically called me and my wife 
to this ministry as I could have been somebody else. I don't know much about social working. I can preach, I can teach, I can pray, but I don't know about this world. But I believe God has immersed me in the past two months to show me that there is such a big gap between the church and the orphanages and the children's home of the world. I realized that there are only 3% of Christian churches here in the Philippines who are involved in orphanages. And what a, that kind of, it is challenging, but at the same time, it breaks my heart that churches are not responding at this. So I realized that the Lord placed me here, not just for me to oversee an orphanage, but for me to challenge every church that I will be speaking to, to adopt an orphanage in their locality. If you look at scripture, it says their religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless is to look after orphans and widows. And religion doesn't happen in the government seats. It does not happen in NGOs. Religion starts here. This is where God says it should start. But there are only 3% of us who are involved in, in this kind of advocacy. And so I'm, I'm here to challenge our church and whatever church we will go to in the future to really respond by embracing or adopting a children's home. I'm just happy to tell you that Victory Alabang at all of us, we've been supporting my father's house for the past 15 or 20 years, right? But there's so much that we can do. Um, let me just quickly give you how you can help. First of all, you could pray. Prayer is so important. You just don't know that every one of us are in the battlefield. We are battling with principalities, spiritual forces of this dark age that we don't know. But I praise God that, you know, there's always light after the, a long dark tunnel. There is a light right in front of us. And I believe adoption and foster care now is much, much easier because we have a signed in new law that makes it easier for us. So we are left with no excuse as a church. And I'm really talking to me. <laughs> I'm a pastor. And we need to respond well. We need to pray for the workers. We need to pray for the people around us. We need prayer warriors. We have an intercessory teams in every church. I have my own team that prays for me. Okay. <laughs> but we need also to pray for the children, for the staff, for the people who advocate this kind of ministry. Second, of course, financial support is so important. We cannot, we need it. We really, really need it. But the church can also be a part of this. If you're hearing me, if you have a heart to, to support financially, that's a big help. Thirdly, how many of you know that in victory, we honor God and what? We make disciples. And this is the very place that you could actually take on hold of that discipleship in your heart. We can disciple them in many ways. Of course, there's Bible study groups. But how many of you know that many of our children also go through trauma? We have every tool in our hands in this church. Inner healing and deliverance can be given to them. Guidance. We can do workshops, life skill developments. We could do career days, coaching, mentorship, team building, ministry, etc., etc. So the possibility really is endless. If you are part of this church, amen? We are part of this church and we could do a lot. Fourth, you can adopt. You know, in Kids With Purpose, we get four to eight years old, okay? 
in, especially in our culture in the Philippines, we would prefer to have infants to raise, right? But what about those who are four years old and above? They also need a home. Krisha and Jonathan is no longer four, and there are many of them who need a home. So consider adoption and also consider foster care. The reality that kids are aging out. In our confines of the DSWD, I guess, an adoptable age is 16. And so we have a lot of 16s, but they're beautiful 16 young adults, I'd say. Okay. And when they reach the age of 18, what happens to them? And I want you to know that we're doing our best to have a program called Independent Living. It's an independent living program. And this is where basically the church can really be a part of. You can help. No need to adopt, right? But definitely you can support our children go through vocational courses, college. You could, in fact, mentor them, coach them in this capacity. Like I said, it really is endless. You could think of so many things you could do. If we give them a chance to be able to fend for themselves in the future, to be independent, that would be great. Okay? Now, I have a friend. His name is Conrad Reyes. Okay? We were together yesterday and we were talking about the independent living program. We're talking about Jonathan, Moises, we have Angelo, we have JP, Marvin. We have all these boys. I'm saying, so you mean to say, Saul, after 18 and then you get, they get to college and then they're independent. Now you, you release them. I said, you know, uh, reality is yes. They have to fend for themselves. And he was torn. Conrad was torn and said, and then no more home for them. No family. He said, you know, can I just get them all in my home? And that's why I realized that the church now can actually be a foster home for them. We here. Yes, you. I'm appealing to everyone, all of us. We can actually make the church the home. So with that, I leave you with one more scripture that says in Isaiah 49 verse 15, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Yes. Truthfully, yes. But God says, though she may forget, I will not forget you. Our God will never leave you. Our God will never forsake you. He is a father to the fatherless. Amen. So thank you so much for giving me this time. All right. Thanks again to Pastor Saul Huang. Always a privilege for me to hear him speak. If you want to learn more about Kids with Purpose International, how you can partner with them, how you can pray with them through the different projects that they're running, you can visit their website at www.kidswithpurposeinternational.org. And if you're considering opening your heart and your home through adoption and foster care, you can learn more about that at rohifoundation.org. We have forums coming up, we have events coming up, and we would love to meet with you to see how we can journey with you through your adoption and foster care journeys. So that wraps up this episode of Families to Answer the Podcast. We will see you at our next episode. That was the Family is the Answer podcast by Rohe Foundation and powered by Podcast Network Asia. If you're interested to know more about adoption and foster care, visit our website at rohefoundation.org where you can find articles, videos, and other resources. You can also find us on social media. 
We're Rohe Foundation on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thanks for listening. And I hope to catch you at our next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.